Western society values open-mindedness. Tolerating others is more important than standing for truth, but that doesn't negate the fact that truth still exists. Today's episode will be answering the question, is it more important to be open-minded or seek truth? Welcome to Talk Truth, a McGregor podcast where we dive into scripture, gain insight from community, and biblically answer life questions. Talk Truth will answer life questions submitted by our listeners every other week. If you have a question for Talk Truth, you can submit your questions on our website. I'm your host, Chloe Weimer. Let's open the word, gather together, and talk some truth. joined by Danielle Flood. This is your third time on the talk. I just love you. I love having you on here. So I just keep bringing you back. So, um, I'm going to have you explain who you are, what you do, and we're just going to dive into this question because I'm super pumped about it. That's awesome. Yes. My name is Danielle Flood. I'm a wife and mother of three, and I also work at ECHO, one of the coolest international organizations that I know of. And we do agricultural training all around the world to help families help themselves out of hunger and poverty. And so my role on that is part of the fundraising and communications team, but that just means that my skills get to be enlisted to the whole unit of helping people around the world feed themselves both now and for eternity. I, I love Echo. If you are in the Fort Myers area and you are curious about what Echo is, I strongly suggest that you look it up and that you make a visit out there and go see yeah. the farm. Come I, take a tour. Yeah, there there are you do events too, right? We do. Yep. I saw on we have the events, Facebooks. tours year round and then trainings and all kinds of interactive opportunities to both learn about where your food comes from, world hunger, and ways that you can be part of the global push to end poverty and hunger. That's awesome. Okay, so before we get started in this episode, I'm going to go ahead and pray and we'll dive right in. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you have revealed yourself in your word and that we can... um, find truth. You say that if we seek you, we will find you. And so God, we, um, we are seeking you today and we've, we sought you as we've prepared for this episode, um, in the word. And we just ask that you be glorified in our, in our, in our words. And, um, we just want to share your good news, um, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So, um, I am going to start this episode off by sharing the talk truth story about how this idea came to be for, for, for what this podcast is. And really it does come out of my personal experiences. And I try to, um, not have my personal experiences be like my end all be all. I think that we should look at our personal experiences through the lens of scripture and, a lot of people try to say like, oh, my experiences are like how I interpret life. But really, you should interpret your experiences through through the word. Absolutely. So because that's our foundation for everything. And so, yeah, I'm just going to share like a little, this is just a little part of the Talk Truth testimony. So I, um, when I was a junior in high school, I, that's when I started to get a lot more serious about my relationship with the Lord. And I started to grow and I was asking questions, but not just asking questions. I was trying to find the answers. And then I went to college and I was um, in an environment where I 
where it was just a more liberal interpretation of the word. And also when you put a whole bunch of Christians together in one in one space that have had, um, different denominational like upbringings, then you're going to have different interpretations of what the word is. Okay. When you say liberal, what do you mean by that? I mean, in there, there wasn't a strong doctrinal grounding as to what the word says. And a lot of people tried to interpret the word based on how they felt rather than what the word actually says Mm -hmm. it is. And so it was pretty confusing at times. And I had questions and at first I was seeking the answers, but it became overwhelming and I became complacent with what I didn't know about God. It wasn't that I didn't want to know him, Mm -hmm. but I was like, I, I know what I know about him. I know that my foundational things, but I didn't try to know him more in the sense that I wasn't trying to answer the questions that were hard. Um, because it was, there were just so many different perspectives in the environment that I was in that I was just like, well, there are things like if, if, if God's thoughts and his, his ways are higher than mine, then I'm just not going to understand everything. And there is, there is truth to that, but there, the, some of the questions that I had weren't necessarily ones that I had to be complacent on because they are very vividly told in scripture. Yeah. And so the, I, I, I reached a humbling point when I graduated college and I came, um, to, I became a Bible teacher and I realized that I can't be complacent about, I mean, it's not, it sounds silly now to say that I became complacent. Um, not silly, but I just, I I can't be complacent, uh, complacent about what I know about God. I have Mm -hmm. to, I have, if I have a question, God's a big God. He created me. He created the order in the world and he can handle my questions. And so after a couple of humbling experiences that I am not at this point in my life ready to share with the interwebs, <laughs> after a couple humbling experiences of me being wrong and, and speaking before I thought, mm. I realized I really need to get my life together and figure and, and go to the word and mm. figure out the answers to those questions that I have and, and not be complacent. And I do want to say too that, um, I, I kind of was trying to think that I was, I was talking myself that talking and talking to myself in the sense in, sorry, I was trying to say that I was being humble by saying, I don't know when I reached a question that I didn't have the answer to. Mm. Um, but really that was just pride because I wasn't asking God to, to show me in the word, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Cause there can be complacency. There can be kind of a static, not pursuing growth. But then if you're, you know, looking at that and saying, should I be pursuing that? Mm-hmm. You know, then it's, then it's a challenge for all of us. Yeah, exactly. Where are we? Yeah. And so how to talk truth come about. So, um, it was in my first year of teaching that I was going through all of this stuff and I was, nailing down what true doctrine is mm. and where I fall on those questions that I didn't know the answers to. 
and I, it came around like August or September and I have always loved broadcasting. Like even when I was, um, in high school, I did, I took a broadcasting class and I wanted to go to college for sports broadcasting. I just loved the idea of it, but then I ended up in education somehow. (laughs) And so I don't know. And podcasts have become like talk radio has just made a huge comeback with podcasts. And so I hopped on the, the podcast train. I tried to with my iPhone and I was like, I know some answers to these, these questions that I used to have. And I just think that it's really important to, to share them. And a lot of people have questions too, especially people that are my age and they're in their young twenties. And so I started talk truth and it, it really like, I, I mean, it was, it was an idea that I had had like a couple months before and I never talked about it because I just didn't feel like I was ready. And then I have a friend, her name's Lily Gray. So shout out to my friend Lily (laughs) that really encouraged me to just go for it. And within a it was, it took me about a month to get everything like up and running and yeah. And then I had Danielle on the fourth episode and can I just confess? Yeah. Cause you have inspired me and I love what we're doing here. And I love diving into God's word and seeing our lives through the lens of scripture. Um, but when we first started talking about your podcast, I was the one that said, why does everyone have a podcast? <laughs> I, you know, we're in a culture that says everyone can be the expert and we have so many people just kind of signing up for a, an, you know, an opportunity and saying, I'm the expert on this, but I love your heart about taking it back to God's word and sharing, you know, what we've learned through that, through our struggles, through our trials, and then how that can encourage other people. And I'm so excited to be here and to to disciple with you. Thank you. Uh, The Lord definitely put the desire on my heart and I pray that he is getting the glory through all of it. Um, And really, Talk Truth came out of that whole experience of me being prideful about what Mm I didn't know and I was okay with what I didn't know. Um, And so with all that to be said, um, that brings us to our question today. The question that this this wasn't submitted by a listener, it was submitted by me. (laughs) Um, What is more valuable, open-mindedness or truth? And so what do you think? Is it more important to be open-minded or to seek truth? This is a hard question because you're right. Our culture today says be tolerant, Mm -hmm. be open-minded, and tolerance is actually a weapon used against people. So then you talk about how do we both share the honest truth of the Bible and to share that I love you so much that I can't let you go to hell and saying this is the truth while at the same time telling people what they believe is wrong. Yeah. And this is really deep to me because I have some family members that are not yet um, following Jesus, and I hope they do. And um, we have had some conversations where they felt deeply, deeply hurt by my communication that there is only one way to heaven Mm -hmm. and that they are not on it. And culture says, you're right, you can have your own opinions, and the Bible is not that open. The Bible says there is one way, there is one truth. And so when it comes down to those I love have to hear the truth mm-hmm. um, and, you know, it's hard. I think the root of the open-mindedness, if it's, if it's to please the people that are around you and you're sacrificing a piece of the truth or you're glossing over hard truths to communicate, 
if you, if you realize that you're being a slave to man rather mm-hmm. than a slave to God, then that's a good indicator that you're valuing open-mindedness over truth. Right. And God himself is truth. God does. He's not open-minded, right? You know, like no, there's no. nothing in scripture that ever says that God is open-minded, but you look up truth in scripture and there are hundreds of verses and, and just passages that proclaim his truth. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the mm-hmm. life. No one comes to the father except through me. So about open-mindedness, it doesn't mean we can't change our mind on ideas that don't matter. Mm-hmm. We can't accept people's preferences or skills or things that are different than our own. Like yeah. I want to make sure that we're not saying there's only one kind of person yeah. that can go to heaven. It is for everyone. You know, the gospel is very clear. Um, but so when, when I want to have the attitude that I can be humble and hear someone's opinion about anything except the truth of God's word and say, you know what, that's, I hadn't heard that before. Mm-hmm. You know, what is my stance on that? How do I, how do I feel looking at God's word and then, you know, filtering it there? Yeah. So I don't want us to feel like there is truth and then you can't ever change your mind. But there are some things that, that are not up yeah. for question. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're not talking about the open-mindedness in the sense that you can't compromise on like going out to Chipotle when everybody wants to go to Moe's. There you go. <laughs> My life group, they, every time we talk about going to lunch, I'm always like, let's please go to Chipotle. And they never say yes. And every time it makes me so mad. And I'm like, Chloe, just, just, it's okay. Like you don't, (laughs) you can be open-minded and go to Moe's. Maybe Tijuana Flats. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Tijuana Flats is pretty good. Okay. I will say that Moe's, um, queso though is better. Like if I could have Chipotle with Moe's queso. That's true. I think, I think Moe's has a lot of cilantro. So yeah, Are you not a cilantro person? I do like cilantro, but not too much. Okay. So we don't go to Moe's that often. <laughs> okay. So I, I do want to talk about what relative truth is though. So relative truth is that open-mindedness can lead into relative truth. If, if you're not careful, relative truth is basically saying what's true for you is true for you. What's true for me is true for me. We can all decide what we believe is true. And so what is the danger in that? What would you say? I think the danger is there's only one way. Mm -hmm. And so if you let everyone make their own assumptions, you're basically saying, I don't, I don't care enough. I think that your, your happiness here in this earth is worth more to me than, than I think the eternity that I believe in. I heard a Vody Bauckham sermon um, where he talks about nobody cares if you are helping people or if you are, even if you're performing miracles like Peter and John did in the book of Acts, but no, nobody cares until you say by what name you do it in. And so in chapter three, when they're asked, it says by what power or in what name have you done this? Then Peter was filled with the Holy spirit and said to them, rulers of the people and the elders, if we are being examined today about a good deed done to a disabled man, by what means he was healed, let it be known to all of you and the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene whom you crucified and whom God raised from the dead by him, this man is standing here before you healthy. And so 
Peter and John were sent to prison because they, yes, of because course. of the name, only because of the name. It wasn't the miracle that they did. And it wasn't, um, if you, if you work in a soup kitchen, it's not, it's not the, the thing that you do that makes people mad, you know, but it's by what name you do it in because we, humanity wants to deny God. They want yes. to suppress the truth of the fact that Jesus died and rose again mm -hmm. and is living today. And, and I think that that's the problem yeah. is we're affected by the fall and we don't want to accept truth. Yeah. That happened in my own life. When I was growing up, we attended church. I was a very good person mm -hmm. and no one had any problems with that. And then I was a teenager when I did hear the gospel clearly and I thought, thought I was a Christian, but that relationship had mm. never been there. So I radically met Jesus and changed. And even years later, people have said, you started changing right about when you met, you know, this person and that person. And it was, it was people that led me to the Lord. Yeah. And it's okay to be a good person, but it's not okay to be that kind of Christian yeah. to stand up for Jesus in one way only. I relate to that a lot. I think a lot of people who grow up in the church, especially relate to that. And when you have to, when you're put in situations where you're, where you have to stand up for your faith or when you're convicted by the Holy spirit to share the name of Jesus. And mm -hmm. that's why you, you try to be, or to, to do good works, you know? Right. Um, I think that that's where the persecution comes from. Yeah. His name. And we're called to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, there are yeah. so many good works that we can do. But if they're not connected to our disciple-making role in this earth, I think they can get lost. Yeah, I agree. So how should we respond to Christians who say that they have an open mind? How, what do you think? I think we need to speak truth. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that there's a challenge in our culture today that we don't, even in the church, we don't get deep enough with each other to go deep and say, I don't... I, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that you're right on that. So I have some friends. They're great friends. And we see each other on and off. But our, we don't have enough time in those times we see each other to go deep. Yeah. And then I have a different set of friends that I hadn't seen in years. We got together. And they said, so how's your marriage? Hmm. I tell you a real question. They wanted to know. They made sure we had the time to answer. And they they cared. Yeah. And so that's when we had that deep conversation where they could, um, you know, admonish and encourage and we can mutually build each other up in like the, the challenge is a marriage in this culture. Yeah. You know, you, you we're driven by selfishness. And so if we can drive one another to serve one another in love, I yeah. think Christian marriages have a better, a better chance. And so I honestly think we need to get deeper, quicker with the people that we love hmm. and, tell them not only the things we're struggling with, but the things that we think in love that they could, that they could see because yeah. we all have blind spots. So if you see things, feel free. I'll invite <laughs> that feedback. Um, I would love for you to tell, you know, tell me the things that I'm missing the mark. Well, I think even it, when you, when you become a member at a church, you are inviting those, your brothers and sisters to, to call that out. Should be. Yeah, they yeah, you should be. You should be. But yeah, that's I mean that's biblical. I mean is. love is an unconditional self-sacrificial commitment to the well-being of another. And mm -hmm. so if you're not protecting my well-being by calling out my blind spots mm -hmm. or even if I even if I don't ask for it, you know, by by pulling me aside 
and talking to me one-on-one and saying like, Hey, I noticed this. Or when you said this, I made me think of this. How are you doing with, with that? You know, even asking questions in a couple episodes back, if you um, listen to how, how do I defend my faith episode? We talked about how we should be asking questions and, and, and asking questions, you are guiding the person to the answer themselves. Yeah. And so a good way to, to show somebody truth is kind of by, I hate to say like cornering them, but you're, you're showing them like they, they start to verbalize the the things that are wrong with their answer. And it's just all in how you ask. And it sounds like you care too, right. when you ask the questions. Well, yeah, you should care and you should show that in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that people like to say is, you know, preach the gospel. And if you need to use words and I disagree, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should love so many people, yeah. but that should not be our gospel witness. We yeah. should be speaking the gospel in love to anybody in our sphere of influence Yeah, because you know, that's how we love them. Well, how's anybody going to know the name of Jesus if you don't tell them, right? You know, they might see your actions, but like what happened with Peter and John there, they have to line up with the name yep. for it to mean anything at all. Yep. And so we can be open-minded about things as long as they stand against God's word. This is our, our measuring stick for everything in life. And so be open-minded about people and about how to love people and their preferences. Like you said before, I think that's, that's great advice, but if anything ever comes against what our foundation should be, just stop and, and, and seek the word because Jesus says, if you seek me, you'll find me. And he is truth. Therefore there is truth. And so we should be always looking for that. If you're listening, we want to know what have you learned from today's episode? How has God challenged you and how will you apply what you have learned? You can go ahead and drop that in the comments. However, you're listening to this, Danielle, thank you so much for joining me for the third time. So fun. I've loved having you and I will probably have you back on again. Anytime. To our listeners, thank you so much for spending your time with us. If you haven't yet connected with us online, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and be sure to check out our other McGregor podcast channels. Just head over to talktruthpodcast.com for all the details. We'd love to hear from you. So write us a review. However, you are listening to this. Thanks for listening and remember to talk truth.